You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Grand Brothers Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White, and with me, as always, is Todd Stark. I'm, I'm going to be John today. Because John isn't here. For again. again. But it's okay. He's honeymooning. Man, how long? Dude, my honeymoon lasted three damn days. Well, I had a, I had a week-long honeymoon. I mean, Twice. I was gone. I was out of work <laughs> for a week. <laughs> well, hey, that's fine. No, I did. I think my, my first one was only a couple of days, too. So It's fine. It's fine. That's, that's old wounds. I don't want to get into that. Your uh, first one. I'm still, yeah. on the, I'm still on the first one. That's, it's fine. Good for you. Good for anybody who can do that. I'm proud of you. Well, I don't know if I'm proud of them. I guess I'm proud of them. But you've, you've been in for the long haul, and you're, you're sticking it out. I'm, yeah, I'm cheaper to keep her. You know? <laughs> it's just, I guess it's like, you should, I think it's more or less, I didn't kill her. I'm not going to, I haven't killed her yet. That's always a good thing yeah. to, to think about. And I'm sure she's she's hearing you right she's, now, it, wondering she's what in the, the hell? same way. <laughs> she is glad she didn't hasn't killed me. Very true. Very true. So I mean, so uh, it's a congratulations for not killing each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now. we just passed the like 11 year milestone a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I think the day after John got married. That's right. We might have said it. I don't know, but you may have. But it's 11 years of non murder. And that's something to be proud of. I think so, yeah. Very good, very good. I'm glad that you're proud you're not murdering your wife. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what have you been playing this week, Todd? If I think about it, I can tell you. It's been a crazy week. Like, I haven't really been home, mm-hmm. I feel like. I cut the grass. That's good. It's always good. Yeah, you know, so like I played um, I played some more of uh, Lost Legacy Oh, that's right. You have been and, playing that. Yeah, and more of Madden, and there was something else. Uh, what did I do? Oh, some more Witcher. I'm kind of. I feel like I need to concentrate on one of these games, or I'm not going to finish any of them. Well, why don't you focus on Lost Legacy? Since it's I the think shortest. You'll, you'll really hit that one and just. And then jump to, I don't Madden. Well, Madden like you know, because Madden's kind of an in and out game when you're yeah, in the mood. I, I, that's how I usually play them a lot at the very beginning, and then it becomes in and out. Mm-hmm. So and, yeah, just kind of jump into that when you need a break. Yeah, uh, maybe Witcher next. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I have enough time. You know, you'll find time. It's kind we of like always find time. Frank the Tank going to Bed Bath and Beyond. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have enough time. You'll find time. We always do. We may have a backlog that. Reaches out a mile, but we always find time. That's the thing too. There's so many games. Like I just, I just put Dead Rising in. Mm-hmm. I'm probably next week when you say, "So, what have you been playing?" I'm gonna say Dead Rising. I didn't even play will. Witcher or nothing else. <laughs> but that's fine. That's good because me, I'm still playing The Witcher Three. This is probably what the fourth week now, if not longer, that I've been playing it. But yeah, see, it, but that scares okay. me. That's but this, that's commitment. That's commitment. That's the equivalence of a marriage, dude. Just <laughs> it is. like I've I've been playing this game committed to making yeah. sure that I get everything done that I want to do. I'm exploring everything. 
I'm going to go ahead and tell you that story that I kind of told you earlier. But this is for the fans. Is this about the vasectomy? No, this is not about a vasectomy. This well, that is was about... the story you told me earlier. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the Witcher. That's what I'm telling you about. Oh, with the spiders. Yes, the spiders. Yeah. Because I was proud of this moment. And I wish this is... This was one of those moments I wish I could stream. Because I would have wanted to stream this. You know it saved it, probably. Is that the last 30 minutes? The last time you played, was that the last playing? You, last thing you did? No. Oh, that's Because I did, I did much more after that. You know, because... it records like 30 minutes you can go and save your clip well if i'd have known that i would have done it yeah because that would have been cool you, it, have you not messed with the share button on there at all apparently i have not you hit the share button go and look at that shit okay there's I'll, a lot of I'll stuff make, <laughs> be sure to look at it <laughs> go anyway, on to the share store let me try that now what happened was is um i was i have you know witcher gear in the game if anybody who's played the witcher 3 uh you nobody you has played assemble, that game. people you you've got different types of Witcher gear. Uh, there's cat, wolf, bear, cat, um, kitty cat. There's there's a snake. One. Snake. Oh, it's not a snake. There's um, a fourth one. I can't dragon. remember. Dragon. He's th- he's throwing me off. He's not helping. I'm trying. I'm just naming <laughs> animals. They're all not, name them again. There's wolf, bear, animal. animal. I, no, see you're you're simplifying. No cat, just, um, animal. I got it. Thanks. No, forget it. Never. Or a horse anyway. armor. I hell. So maybe anyway. Roach got armor. Anyway, uh, I was I'm one I was one level away from getting my superior oh, feline your Donald armor. Trump armor. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So that's a laughing. That's the <laughs> jester suit. I see that. Um, so I wanted to get to level twenty nine. I was at level twenty eight, but I was at the bare minimum of twenty eight. Mm-hmm. So I had I had to get two thousand experience points. So you can go around killing enemies all day, but if they're not good enemies to fight. You're not going to get very much in experience. It's going to take a while. A lot of grinding. So, I had a quest that needed to be done. I had completed about two-thirds of it, but there was one part I was afraid to do because it required going into a cave full of enemies that were stronger than me. Scared. I was scared. So, but I went back and I looked at it and I said, okay, there's spiders. There's a lot of them. They're crawling around. Man, but I, I just got, you, I'm gone. But I bet you I can get in there and lure one out and then kill him and then just do it again and again and again. You know what you were doing? The equivalence of what Fre- uh, Jason or Michael Myers does. Perhaps, yeah. So I was trying to murder these spiders. You were murdering the shit. <laughs> Even though I was outclassed and outleveled with these spiders. I was going to try it. I was going to do it. You just tossed a bug bomb in there. Well, I should have. That You know what? I should have. Do they have bug bombs? They've got, they've got bombs. I'm sure there was one that I could have used. But I didn't think about that. I don't use potions. I don't use... Well, I did use an oil. I used an mm-hmm. insectoid oil. I put it on my body. Mm-hmm. I had to put it on my sword for it to be maximum effective. Anyway. Is sword uh, like, you know... My silver sword. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You put that oil on it, didn't you? And you rubbed it. I did. <laughs> and it worked to a point. No, I got mm-hmm. in there. Can I finish my story? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So I got in there. I tried attacking these spiders, and I was overwhelmed very quickly because they attacked in groups, much like Neckers and uh, Drowners. So I hate those guys. Just I ran, yeah, as as much as I could, and then I reached the dead end of the cave. And you know what? I'll say this is my complaint about that game: is when you're in combat mode, you can't run. No. He. It's like he goes stupid. You'd have to put away your sword <laughs> and you try to run, but then he'll turn around and pull out his sword, and it's like stop. Just run, man. I just want you to run. Okay, wait. How do you go into combat mode again? 
essentially just pull out your sword, either left or right, depending on which sword you're going to use. You can't click L1 or something like that and it locks on? You can't unlock out of that and run? I don't think so. I've never done it. Okay, then it's kind of like Hellblade then. Once, you're in, once your sword's out, because she pulls her sword out when there's a battle sequence, that's how you know. Yeah. Um, you're pretty much locked on to the enemy in front of you. You're not going to turn your back your back on them and run away from if them. If there is a lock-on system, I'm sure someone out there will let there me is know. A, now, I do know there is a lock-on system. Well, it locked me on to a spider, and I was not prepared. <laughs> so, I died. But luckily, I'd saved it right near, or right outside. So, I said, okay, let's try this again. Let's think about this from a different perspective. So, I tried a different approach. I tried mind-controlling a spider. That did not work. What? So, they don't have a mind. But but they said they're weak to it, I guess, because I'm not up to their because level. They're weak-minded. Yes, but they I could not control them because I think I was of lower level. That may have had something to do with it. I don't Were know. they he red skulls? No, they're, they're just regular old... Uh, they had a name, but they're spiders. They, but they had a fancier name like arachnoids or something like that. I don't I know. know. Like back then, you can't say spider. Is that back right. then or is that future? That was back then. No, I mean, what do you really think? I, As the world back. ended... What, after and the that's what ended? came out of it. No, they would, have, they would have some sort of uh, futuristic spider name. You don't know. Like, Everything's brought back to zero. Arachnex, you know, because you got to put an X in everything. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's what you do. Finish your story. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I go back in, and I finally get one out to me. And when I finally get him separated from the group, I just start hacking and slashing, cornering him, and killing him. It took a lot, but he didn't counter he didn't block or anything like that it was just an easy kill and it was like okay if i can just do that i got him and sure enough it paid off and by the time i'd cleared out the entire cave of spiders i'd had half of everything i needed for that level so i just it inspired me to go out and find more and say all right i'm gonna attempt to fight a few enemies that are stronger than i am but i'm gonna be clever about it if i can just be clever I'll have this. And eventually I got my levels fighting more of those spiders at a different location. So once I did that, I went and got my armor. And then I went out and I just started fighting everybody. I was like, yeah, now Did you whip your tough? Peter out? Hmm? Did you whip your Peter out? In a manner of speaking, my sword was my Peter. No. And I was just like, I'm ah. talking about real life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Not, not, not. I couldn't. I couldn't. There were people around. So, I, but I was proud. I was yeah, proud of what I was me. doing. I just whipped my Peter out. I know, and that's why I don't like coming over here sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> because you just you're so obscene. Uh, but no, I was I was proud of that, and I can't wait to get home and uh, conquer more lands and enemies. Because conquer, yeah. Because I even took down a level. Think about this. Because I even I even got up to level thirty by the time I was done last night, and that was pretty cool. You know, jumping up a, another level, at least two within an evening. Mm-hmm. But uh, during all that, after I'd upgraded my gear, I actually ran into a level 37 Leshen and beat his ass down. A Leshen. What a is Leshen. that? They're like, uh, they kind of look like tree spirits. They've got like, a, they look like a walking tree, but they've kind of got a deer face with antlers. Right. I don't know. You might, you, I don't know if you've run into one. I don't think I have. They're, they're a little later into the game. But they're really cool looking. I'm probably not describing it properly, but that's what I'm seeing in my head. I will say that game, there's a ton of enemies. Mm-hmm. But it's cool. It's there's great. A, there's a lot I mean, to do. Yeah. That was that was my uh, fun time with The Witcher. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it was. I really wish you could have been there to experience it. Well, I mean, you could have shared it. I could have, but I did not know. That's what it, this all goes back to that. I know. Why don't you go I'll home learn. and check? It I'll, might have saved it. it might have I'll been. learn how to deal with the uh, the save or the share. What is it? Share button? Share, share button. button. All right. I'll deal with the share button. 
All right, guys, we're going to do something a little different today. We're going to pause right now for a moment and give a little love to a fellow podcaster out in the world, and we'll get to our news right after this. Are you tired of the same Hollywood crap? Do you feel like something is missing from your life? Are you looking for a podcast that covers all genres of films? If you said yes to any of these questions, then you should join me, Matt the Angry Ginger, on the Bad, the Weird, and the Cheesy podcast, where I will take you on a journey through the cheeseball films of all genres and hopefully sway you to the dark side. You can find the Bad, the Weird, and the Cheesy podcast on Podbeans, iTunes, and you can also track me down on Facebook and YouTube by searching the Bad, the Weird, and the Cheesy podcast. back i hope you guys will check out our podcasting friend there matthew tangent is a really awesome guy so uh first thing i've got in the news today uh as it is well known pax west is starting today yay but uh by the time you're hearing this it will be uh ending uh september 4th through it the will be what? first ending it ending, ending. <laughs> uh, it's running through uh the first through the fourth uh we actually had a uh, a friend of ours uh, you may remember from a, a previous entry, uh, Anola uh, from, uh, what was it, episode 8? Yeah. She's actually getting to attend PAX West, and uh, we were kind of hoping we would get her on, but it uh, didn't quite work out, but that's fine. It's, uh, hopefully we can we can touch base with her at some other point, and she can give us a, a little insight on everything. Yeah, I love, you know, they do indies there mostly, mm-hmm. and uh, that's some of my favorites. Yeah, and as we've mentioned numerous times on this podcast before, we have mucho indie love. So all you mucho caliente, right on. Don't don't be racist. What are you doing? No, no, I know. I was just. (laughs) I know. I'm kidding. Women think that's hot. I'm just trying to be hot. Okay. Caliente. Well, and and I'm sure that a lot of what I have here uh, came from Pax West, or at least pre Pax West, because there was Nintendo did a show before today. Friday. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Nintendo. Well, we're going to have to because nah, it is my first week. story and I am so excited. Can I get into it? No, you are like, to me, you're starting, I think you're trying to break up with Sony and go back to Nintendo. No, no, no. No, no, no. Nintendo is going to be my side hustle. My, my, my secret lover. <laughs> okay. Because I have had, you know, my, my love for Nintendo has waned over the years. But to this week, or this past week, they have sold me a Switch. So, it is... I'm saying it here now, I'm buying a Switch. And would you like to know why? Yes, do I you, do want Do to you know why. know why? I mean, I know you want to play Zelda. You've just been fine trying to figure that other part out. Why? And right. I'm figuring it's what? Mario Odyssey. No, no. No, no. No, no. What is it? Travis Strikes Back. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no More, more Heroes, Heroes I meant 3. To, yeah, I, I knew this you would... was... The selling point because there was there was rumors before now, and I figured well you know maybe he's just saying that because he's been saying it for a while but he has you know nothing's come of it because the last No More Heroes game that came out was Part Two and that was on the Wii back in 2010 so it's been seven years since we've seen Travis Didn't it come Touchdown. to PS3 also the first one was redone for the PS3 right and right. I think they used the Move controllers to kind of emulate what they did with the Wii. With the motion controllers, or the Wii motes as they became to be known, but this particular system or this particular game for the Nintendo Switch, there was something they did 
And it didn't it didn't occur to me at for, first when I watched the trailer for it. Right. But once I read what was actually happening, it wasn't just like a clever little wink and a nod to something. They it was essentially that meme that you see see that says take all my money because that's what I did at this point. So after teasing the project earlier this year, Nintendo and Suda Fifty One have officially revealed Travis Strikes Again. I, I think I said Strikes Back earlier. Screw it. I don't care. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Uh, but it is coming to the Nintendo Switch exclusively in 2018. That was the other kicker. If that was not an exclusive title, if I knew for a fact it was going to come to this PS4, then I might not be so eager to go jump on board. Here is a little flash. Okay. It will. I'm predicting it right now. No More Heroes 2 never did. I don't care. If it does, if it does, then hey, I'll sell them on Switch. (laughs) <laughs> like everybody else is doing. But hey, at least I can I can rent it for a little while and play the Zelda game. Yeah, you should go to Captain Video and rent it. Yeah, Captain Video, that's where I'm going. <laughs> Get that suitcase. With that's it. not a throwback at all, is it? <laughs> no one knows, unless you're local. Anyway, uh, it was unveiled. Unveiled. Jesus. <laughs> See what he's doing? He's, he's getting me all riled up here. You okay. like Captain Video that much? No, I didn't. That's what you said. I don't even, I don't even remember standing foot in the store. <laughs> It's still there. Or maybe I did. I don't remember. It's been so long. It's still there. Got the best tanning beds. I bet it does. (laughs) Anyway, it was unveiled as part of the Nindies showcase. Nindies. Because that's Nintendo's clever way of saying Nintendo Indies. That sounds like a pair of underwear to me. It does. I got my Nindies on. My Nindies on. Uh, The game sees the protagonist, Travis Touchdown, confronting six different bosses from various indie titles. That's the kicker. Now, they did not mention which indie titles they are using except for one, and it was shown in the trailer. Do you know what it was? Did you see that? No, I have not seen it. i just seen the headline for it. Okay. This is what sold me when I heard this. It was Hotline Miami. I love that game. Right. I love that game so much. So, the fact that you were crossing No More Heroes with Hotline Miami, even if it's just for one level, one boss, I'm sold. You sold me. It's I want to see this happen. It's coming PS4. Do what? It's coming to PS4. We don't know that. Man, look at the numbers they have. I know. I'm just saying. I don't know. Maybe. But, you know. I mean, we saw, what was that game that came out uh, a few months ago uh, by Suda51? The uh, online, uh, cripes. I can see it. No. Uh, Something die. Yeah, let Let, it die. Let it die. Let it die. Yeah. That's it. Who knows? You might be right. But right now it says exclusive. So, until I see that disappear. I mean, the thing is, they haven't spent any money on an outside thing. This might be the time. Very true, very true. But today, I actually got a story synopsis, which I'd been hunting down, which will further explain how Travis will be interacting with these other indie titles. And I'm still, I'm very curious. I want to know what the other indie titles are. I wonder if uh, they have to fight Shovel Knight. With it, yeah, that would be pretty cool. I know yeah. it seems very <laughs> unlikely, but all right. Well, think about let's think about that for a moment. Hotline Miami is a it's a a given because we're talking about a very uber violent game right. crossover with another mm-hmm. uber violent game. What's another indie title that could really fit that bill? I don't know. I really can't think of anything, and I know that there's probably one mm-hmm. out there somewhere. Has okay, to so it's the protagonist. No, they will be the antagonist. Like, he will fight a character. So I'm going to assume 
have no, again, this is speculation, people. I'm not saying this is what's happening. I would assume that Travis is fighting uh, Jacket, which is the protagonist from Hotline, Hotline Miami. Miami. Yeah, so the guy or that you play as in Hotline Miami, that's how you'd fight. Right. Is that different than Hotline Miami 1? Uh, well, in one, Jacket was that character. Oh, well, two, two, it's a continuation. There are other characters who kind of pick up his mantle, but he is still in the game, that, that character, as he came to be known. So, I don't see them... He seems to be the most likely choice because he was the main character, even if it was half of the second game. So, how they how they approach that, I don't know, but I'm excited. Anyway, the story synopsis says that, uh, set in a remote countryside in the southern U.S., seven years have passed since the events of No More Heroes. Just like I said, seven years. You've already read that. No, no, no. I didn't read this. I just said seven you years said. had passed. Badman, which I don't recall. I'm going to have to go back and play these games. That says, could be one of the guys from a uh, one of the indie titles. Perhaps. But I, again... It, I'm going to look it up. Okay, look it up. It's worth a Google. Okay, sure. Uh, Badman has come to exact his revenge on Travis for the murder of his daughter, Bad Girl. As the two foes are battling it out, they are sucked inside the Phantom Game console Death Drive MK2, a machine developed by Dr. Juvenile. It is said that whomever collects and beats all six of its games will have their wishes granted. So, it's a very ridiculous premise, but no more ridiculous than the premise of the first and second game. They, they were both fantastic games. I feel like, I'm not even sure which I liked more one or two because desperate struggle i feel like they improved a lot on what the first one did that look like anybody uh that does not look like the guy from the game the guy in the game or at least in the trailer he had a mask on so i i don't think that's the guy but it could be i don't know you never know like no i don't think that's but i don't i don't think that particular character again i'll have to go back and look at no more heroes i've still got them despite this guy's got a mask on is that him that is not what the hell. That's, that is not him. That's, oh, that's oh, damn it, Pikachu. He had a mask on. I, I couldn't tell. All right, people, you got to Google that and see what he looked up. All right, I'm going to move on. But as I said, I am excited, so excited for this. I have to buy a Switch for this. I have to. You don't have to. I have to until if they came out. What are you getting rid of? Nothing. So when you're done playing this, are you? What are you going to play after that? Mario Odyssey. When does this come out? Well, yeah, no. Uh, it doesn't really say. It just says in 2018. So I could, in fact, go so ahead and get buy. Get to 2019. No, it'll be 18. I have. I believe that Suda 51 is not one of those people. He's not one of every those people. single developer. But he is didn't one give a date. People. He just said next year. He's got all right. year. No, it doesn't matter. <sighs> Hiro Kojima could say, "Hey, 2019." Kojima is a fickle son of a bitch. Now we know they that. We've are. seen they, him. You can't put a game out anymore unless it's finished. A la No More Heroes. I mean, uh, No Man's Sky. Yeah, okay. Don't be pissing on No More Heroes. It was awesome. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it won't come out until it's done. And I believe... Uh, I mean, like, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that Live and Let Die, or Let It Die... Let It Die. It got pushed a lot. But it's it's done. It's out there. Yeah. And it's not exactly the same type of game, either. It's yeah. an online yeah, game. Yeah, but it's still the kind of the same kind of the game. Point being... I think it'll be out in 2018, so I can I'm play. I can try. I'm 2019. Okay, fine. But I'm just saying that I can have, I can play Breath of the Wild and Super Mario Odyssey within that time frame, and still have plenty of time and then before that game it's comes to blow out. Blow all the dust off of it. Right. See, 
It'll give me something to look forward to when it's It's going to come out on PS4 before it comes out there. If it does, then I'll be like, all right, somebody can have this. I'm done with it. But I have to I have to play that game. That is a must. And I, same with the Zelda game. It should have been a must, but they have hurt me so much. He has not. So that's why I'm giving him a pass. Zelda has hurt you. No, Nintendo has hurt me by making me pay 300 and some odd dollars for a console that was shit. I said it here, folks. And you know it's true. I'm moving on. Which one? Which one? Uh, well, I'm just saying, talking about the Wii U right now. I, I liked every console before that, even though the, the Wii started getting to be dry pickings. But had I not had a Wii, I would not have played No More Heroes. And you wouldn't have bought a Wii U. <laughs> that is true. But I, I'm glad, I'm grateful that I had the Wii, so I played No More Heroes. Because Did you ever have if a PlayStation I missed out two? on that game. Did you have a PlayStation 2? Uh, I didn't. Well, sort of. I never really bought one on my own, but it was more like someone had one and they just kind of brought it over so I kind of played it. So you, uh, okay. I never, I never officially owned one. It was always someone else's, but I did play it. So I'm moving on. We're moving not friends. On. I've, I've gushed about this game so much. Yeah. Now. Next thing of news. Uh, uh, Super Meat Boy Forever. Yeah, I've seen this. What is is this? This is a full-fledged sequel to the original instead of like a mobile spinoff, which I guess they've done in the past. Right, right. Uh, This will be coming to PC, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and also Android and iOS, ironically. Uh, The levels will be dynamically constructed based off of difficulty, which means that every time you beat a map, it reconstructs into a harder version of itself. Both Meat Boy hmm. and Bandage Girl have been upgraded with a punch and kick move so that they can now jump, jump attack, dive, and slide. Uh, the control system has also been revamped, so you only need to care about the two buttons, which can be used to produce the moves described above. Now, I did not dislike the first one, but I don't. I did not get into it as much as I'd kind of hoped. I it just, I think that either you liked that game or you didn't. Right, and and... Again, and, and it was not something that I played much of. No, I, I did. I did give it a fair shake. I, right, I played I did it, too. For, you know, for a few levels, but I just I couldn't continue. It wasn't sucking me in. I was just like, eh, it's kind of fun. It's no, a good, it good that, little. I, I feel the same way. But I just I had to put it down, and I never came back to it. I never gave it a second thought. Right. You know, I don't so, feel like. I mean, I don't feel like I missed anything because I played a few hours of it, mm-hmm. and. It just, like you say, it just never grabbed me. Yeah. So, so I mean, it was fine for what it was, but, eh. But, uh, you know, any, anybody out there who wants to play that? I mean, it was me. a very popular game. Oh, yeah. So, good for them. Um, there was an announcement from uh, Supermassive Games talking about two upcoming VR titles, the Impatient and Bravo team. Did you see those? Uh, no. I know that I... Um, no, we've talked about the Impatient before. Yeah, I know it's... Supposedly coming soon. Yeah, very soon. Uh, November twenty first of this year. Sweet. Mm-hmm. And what's the uh, what's the skinny on the lowdown? Well, for that one, uh, a trailer was actually released, and it looked looked pretty good. Yeah, I want to play it. Uh, the uh, executive producer of Supermassive Games, Simon Harris, released a statement about that game, or both games, as a matter of fact. Uh, he said about the impatient. It is set in Blackwood Sanatorium from Until Dawn. Yeah, uh, we we talked about before. Prequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game transports you back to 1950 when the facility was in its bustling prime. You take on the role of a patient with no knowledge of who you are and how you got to be there. 
Choice and consequence are integral to the gameplay as you investigate Blackwood Sanatorium in an effort to recall lost memories and discover who you are. Your oh. decisions and actions will determine the fate of people that you meet. Which that is sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. So as you get to influence and shape how the story unfolds as you witness the horrific events of the sanatorium's final days. As you explore Blackwood Sanatorium, you'll start to piece together the rich backstory that comes with it. Certain objects you find will trigger vivid flashbacks, helping you to discover your past and circumstances which brought you there. You'll also get to meet staff and patients, each with their own agendas and motivations, which may or may not be immediately clear. I'm excited for that. That sounds awesome. Dude, you mm-hmm. throw the L.A. Noir stuff in with a game like this, dude? Hell Golly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me that ain't the game you want to play. And a VR game at that. Yeah. This is going to yeah. be fantastic. And I feel like it's not something that it's going to be a whole lot of physical movement. You know no. what I mean? I think it's it's more it's of the perfect. atmosphere. Really yeah. putting you into the atmosphere right. around you. And because some subtle movements that can do something. It's sure. not all movement. You know, like wave your arm and, and something like it. There's something that draws you in. Because I feel like in the first game with the controller, they did that quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And see, and with uh, what was the, the Rush of Blood was the yeah. VR title they did with that. That was an on-the-rail shooter. It was it was good. I mean, there were moments in there that I was like, oh, wow, this is it's impressive. But this has an entirely different feel to it, even though you're kind of in that, that same world. Right. So I feel like you're getting a much more atmospheric style to it. I kind of wonder how... I guess the movements and things like you were just talking about, I'm kind of curious as to how they're going to be played. Is it right. going to be the teleportation thing? Or are you actually going to get to be able to move around the sanatorium? Well, that's what I'm saying is uh, it doesn't feel like a game that's going to have a whole lot of uh, you know quick movements unless yeah. it's motion generated, like, mo- like wave your hand or yeah. something like that, which leads to something else. Like you can probably uh, just walk around pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And move your head, it'll all be kind of calm in areas. And then the quick time events take over. Yeah. And you roll through there. I, and I feel like this is going to be that mix that's perfect for it. I really hope so. It, hey, it, I wonder, like, is it going to be, you're in this, uh, in the, pl- in the what's the sanatorium? Blackwood, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're in the sanatorium, right? And mm-hmm. this is the beginning of the, what, Wendigos? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So when in the beginning of that, you start seeing the miners come in. Possibly you're a miner. You don't know what happened. You were in this. You could have possibly seen a lot of stuff that you don't remember just from them changing or what caused the mine to fall. What if you are a miner? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What if you are a miner? I mean, they said this changing? is the sanatorium's final day, so yeah, it's definitely got to so lead into see that. that. You're going to see them. That's what's going to be scary because those things oh were the God. ugliest. Seeing one of those Wendigos God. in VR... Oh, man, oh, yeah. I, sh- I will shit this couch. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. brown for a reason, folks. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. The The design they did on those Wendigos, that's the creepiest so thing creepy, I've seen dude. in a long time. But I was just like, I'm fascinated and terrified at the same time. I feel like they caught, I don't know how many times they probably changed it, but they, they nailed that. Yeah, for sure. That look was, you couldn't get any better than they got that mm. look because it's, it's perfect. No, I agree. Uh, with uh, Bravo Team, that's coming out December 5th of this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said about that, this is a uh, first-person cover-based shooter built for teamwork, both in single-player and multi or two-player online co-op. Set in a fictional modern-day Eastern European city, Bravo Team puts you into an intense firefight that will test both your shooting and tactical combat skills. He said they were inspired by action movies set in war zones, so think intense combat, quick thinking, and constant communication. Does it work with the aim? 
Uh, yeah, actually, I'm getting to that. If you'll let me, I will shut up now. Let you get to that. <laughs> it says while the game is fully compatible with the standard DualShock or Move controllers, we have really enjoyed exploring the immersive opportunities that the P- PSVR aim controller uh, allows us. For example, you can raise the aim to view through the iron sight, which I'm guessing is on the gun, yeah. or you can hold it Come above on, your dude. head. Hmm? Come on, dude. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm trying to make sure that I'm not reading something wrong because I've been stuttering. Uh, or you can hold it above your head to blind fire. So I'm guessing, you know, like... That would be cool. That yeah. would be cool. I believe I've seen uh, this during E3 they showed it. I don't remember it, but I did want to look into it after reading this because they're... Not to say anything bad about VR, but it is still kind of young in its it is. youth. It is. And I don't feel like there are a lot of games out there yet for uh-uh. it. So when something comes out, I think I'm a little bit more forgiving that I want to try more of these. This does sound very interesting. I mean, yeah. just in the aspect that it's not just a, a normal first-person shooter in VR, there are other elements that they're adding to it. Like, you have to communicate. You have to, to be with your team right. and make this work. Otherwise, everyone's going to go down. Uh, but I also realize that I, I may need to invest in an aim controller. Yeah, you know, like you can get it with... What, what is, is that, that game? Farpoint? Farpoint. Yeah. What is that... that um, one VR game that came out that was uh, zombie-related. It was like Arizona Sunshine. Yeah. I want to play that. It looks fun. It does. But I, I don't know if... I think it got a little, you know, struggled in the... I think with VR, though, you can't go on reviews. Mm. Now, I think if it's all totally positive and none, hardly no negative, yeah, you can right. just say, okay, this is for me. But, like, when it starts being in the middle, I think it's one of those games It's not necessarily bad. You have to try it out. Because with VR, some people are going to like it, some people ain't. Yeah. And if it's all negative, of course, you know, it's it's negative. Obviously. So. But no, that, uh, both games are coming out very, very soon, so I'm, I'm looking forward to them, especially being VR games. Uh, no price point, however, so kind of assume maybe normal price point, at least for the impatient, for sure. Bravo Team, yeah. it might be a full game, too. I'm not sure. Uh, the next bit I have was an interesting story that I came across involving Sonic Mania. Uh, did you hear about this? You know, I, I did see a headline about it. Okay, uh, the game has been out on consoles, I think, for about a week or so now. I think we mentioned that. Right. Uh, it just arrived on PC on August 29th, and on Steam, uh, users immediately discovered that the game contained the controversial DMR, uh, Denuvo. I've never heard of this. I actually had to right. look it up. Apparently, Denuvo is a long-standing anti-piracy tool that's used in PC games. But a lot of the critics of uh, this DRM accuse that its inclusion affects a game's performance and disables uh, offline play. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I do know what you're talking about now. Uh, Now, apparently the Steam store had not mentioned the DRM in Sonic Mania, which led to a full-fledged review bombing in games. Uh, Apparently this is not a very... This is not a common or not a uncommon thing on Steam. In fact, it's becoming more and more of a common practice. Essentially, uh, a review bombing is where large groups of uh, Steam users will all at once give bad reviews for a game and usually during a controversial decision or something that they've done, you know, obviously a game's developer or publisher will in turn try to change that pretty quick because it's, you know, lowering their game score, review score. So, um... Obviously, no developer or publisher wants this, so they'll do whatever they can to make this happen. So it's it's proving to be a pretty successful tactic, even though it's kind of a bullshit one, if you ask yeah, me. Maybe. 
Because, yeah, because if the game is good, but you're just you're nitpicking over one little thing, why are you going to ruin what is essentially a good game and you're just going to bash it because you don't like one simple little thing in the game? Now, granted, this could be easily dealt with by sending some sort of notice to the game developer and just saying, hey, what is all this about? Why don't you just, you know, something more tactful, but no. That's not how the gaming world works. No, no. Anyway, Sega released a statement citing that we've noticed an error in the Steam store not mentioning of the DRM for Sonic Mania, and they are going to fix that. Uh, Sonic Mania is intended to be played offline, and we're investigating reports on that. We're also investigating other issues like controller support. Uh, these are all PC-specific things that the... that uh, hmm, That word doesn't belong there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's something that they've been dealing with, and they're working on it. So please good, bear good with recovery. us. Good recovery. Good hmm? recovery. Uh, please bear with us while we uh, collate and investigate problems that are being brought to our attention. That's what they okay. said. Now, the update, since that came out, and I think that was uh, on Thursday. Right. Uh, they since patched the game. What yep. was the offline play bug that was affecting the PC version? The bug. The DRM? Yeah. <laughs> That's, they, it was they, digital rights management, right? They clarified it's an offline play bug because yeah. they explained that the problem was a problem within the game code not the drm and that's yeah, what right. they said they said quote we've looked into the drm complaints and can confirm that this was not the cause of the problem we apologize for any inconvenience of bugs that may have caused players of the pc version at launch and we would like to reassure them again that this particular bug we're on the case we're working to fix it so everyone can have an uninterrupted and enjoyable experience for sonic mania both online and offline Okay, I'm going to call bullshit. This is what happened. Steam got on the phone and said, Hey, look. All right, look. We messed up. <laughs> Help us out. You scratch our back, we'll scratch yours. We won't forget this. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Hey, we had, a, we had a bug. It didn't have nothing to do with DRM. But they did say, they did say that Sega uh, did, there's now a disclaimer on the game yeah. stating that uh, De Nuvo, the DRM, is right. now part of it. So well, this is the future that the Xbox One was looking at mm -hmm. right here. That would happen all the time. But I mean, you can't fault them for wanting to have no, anti-piracy no. tools. Yeah, I, you're right, but just think, this would be awful to deal with all the time. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, it would happen if that's the only thing that you have. It always online. It had to be online, or you could not play. Yeah, now that that is a problem. And right. I'm not saying that, but if, if that's causing an offline issue where you can't play offline, then yeah, because not everybody's going to have it. Right. If you do that, when service happens to go down, because internet service still goes down, right? regardless of what people may think, it's going to happen. I mean, there's times on my cell phone, I'll have a game that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Man, like, think about some of the times where you play those kind of games, where you play them at. Yeah. Taking a poop. Taking a poop. Right? I'm mm -hmm. at work taking a poop, and I'm like, oh, you know, like, it's take a little bit longer than I thought. I'm going to pull out the game, play this, you know. Oh, damn, I can't get service in the corner stall. Because? I'm so far away from whatever, <laughs> I don't know, but I can't play it. Yeah. I get pissed off, out. and that's yeah. the only thing. You know what I do is start playing damn solitaire or something like that. Don't play that game ever again. And No, no, I do agree. That is frustrating. So in, in regards to mobile games, when they do that, yeah, I could see that being the same but What if that's the future that what if that was the future of Xbox One? Then they would not be selling games. Well, they ain't they would doing not that now because consoles. of the messages they sent. 
But that's I, I hope nobody I hope they never do that. There would have to be some kind of renaissance and internet connection yeah. that would really have to make that a necessity. And I just I don't see it happening because you cannot guarantee service right. ever. So everything goes down eventually. All right. Well, the uh, next I got a few little tidbits. Nothing tidbits. major. Tidbits. Uh, Platinum Games made a statement on Twitter saying that they're unveiling a new IP this week. Bloodborne so, Two. Uh, I'm I'm <laughs> hopeful. I'm, I'm anxious. What are you hoping for? Uh, well, anything really, because Platinum Games they have a lot of interesting yeah, titles. A lot of them, yeah. And I, I think they're the fact that it's new. They didn't say it was a a, a sequel. So Wait, it's a new IP. Blood. Platinum Games that was from software. Jesus, I'm stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I said Bloodborne Two. <laughs> so a new IP. They they did uh, Bayonetta and yeah Bayonetta and they, I think they did some Devil May Cry. Hmm. I think so. So they're. I mean, oh, wait, didn't they did Hellblade? Did they? Didn't they? I don't know. You're the one playing, and you tell me. No, I think Platinum Games. Hold on, I'm gonna. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna whip out the phone and Google. Yeah, Ninja Theory. What am I thinking? I don't know. They did Devil May Cry also. Okay, that's what I'm thinking because Platinum Games did Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm. They did the reboot. That's what I'm gotcha. thinking. Of. That's okay. where I'm getting the connection. Well, Platinum Games. I mean, they have a wide variety of games. They've always done some interesting stuff. I'm interested to see what they they're bringing, whatever it may be. So yeah, it's cool. They always have, like you said, pretty interesting. I bet you to be fast paced. No, they do that. So what? I don't know what I just did with my just hands. Fast like Ricky damn, damn Ricky Bobby. <laughs> uh, the next little tidbit I have is about Atari Box. We've mentioned that before. Uh, what was interesting about this one is they uh, apparently Atari started a crowdfunding campaign, which begins this fall for for the Atari Box. Um, that I'm a little I'm a little surprised um, by this. Because, you just said a box is coming, but you now you do the crowdfunding. Yeah, but now now you're like, no, you know what? Let's let's. How about you guys pay for it? Now I will say this: on one hand, I'm a little surprised because, as you know, we just mentioned they did kind of announce it like, hey, it's coming, it's coming now, and then this now is it's, what it's going to be. And now they've just shifted it back to where like, we hey, it's going to be a crowdfunding help. thing. But at the same time, is there a market for it? So I think maybe this is their way of testing the waters and saying, That's hey, what I was gonna say. do you want it or don't you? Because if they don't get any crowdfunding, then there's no loss of money. It's just like, okay, screw it. We'll just we'll shelve this and we won't worry about it. Right. So there's no loss. Because me personally, I was not in the I was not excited for the Atari box. No, I was I intrigued care. to buy it. You know, I was like, okay, well, let's see. Because you gotta admit, that would finish on that console for whatever reason. It was it looked good. Well, here's what I'm saying is like there, those there's a nostalgia with that. Mm-hmm. So if you play off of that, I think maybe it could be successful. Right, but definitely how many good but, games yeah. were there that you right. could really go back to? Because when you look at something like what Nintendo did and right. what they're doing, Nintendo, you look at all those the twenty games that they had, and I won't say that all of them were classic. But there's some, you're going to play those. Yeah, even I'd say even more so the Super Nintendo. The reason it was probably selling out more is because the games on there it was a solid roster of games yeah, and you had a brand new one but i don't know atari i pitfall yeah. is the only one i really go back to and say damn i love playing pitfall i know but then i bet if we play it if we play it we're probably like oh this sucks this exactly sucks. i mean i don't know if i would want to pay good money just to be like oh i got to play pitfall and i can play it whenever and i just I get, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll put that in for sure. <laughs> Pitfall. I'll make a note. 
Uh, here we go. Uh, the coffee's starting. Uh, you want me to get you some water, no, player? No, no, I just I had some, you got dry mouth. I, a little bit. It's fine. It's fine. What happened to that little fat bottle I gave you? I, it, it's gone. I already wet my whistle. Don't ever. Uh, no, no. Edit that out. <laughs> no, I'm putting that in. Uh, Pokemon, because we all love Pokemon, right? Uh, no, hell no. <laughs> <Nintendo>. <laughs> Pokemon, right? We all love Pokemon. I hate it. I hate it. All right, fine. Well, anyway, for those who do love Pokemon out there, I, I played my share of Pokemon. Uh, Nintendo announced the release of uh, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon I don't get Veteran the Trainers Dual Pack for the U.S. this November for the 3DS. What this is, the reason I brought it up, because I've never seen them do this before, is it will feature both versions of the game. Oh, my God. Yeah. And uh, a six a set of 16 art cards and a download code nabbing you 200 Pokeballs. 200! Man, they can kiss my Pokeballs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. As an added incentive, anyone picking up editions of <laughs> Ultra Sun and Moon before January 10th will receive... Rock Ruff as an in-game gift. Rock Ruff. Sounds like Rock a porn Ruff. star. Well, I don't know. I've never heard of this Pokemon before, but you can get him. And I'm sure he's one of those rare ones that, you know, are going to be hard it's to Ron come Jeremy. by. Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but no, they've never really done a, a dual pack of Pokemon games. It's like, well, here are the two. You got to choose one, and that's all you're getting. What's this play on? 3DS. Because Okay, so they're going to go the whole... Um, well, I guess in the game, or is it going to be like microtransactions in it? Let's say they give you two hundred Pokeballs. Uh, I'm sure it would be something like that. I will have no if if there's a download code that gives you that. Something tells me that in the game you could probably use real currency to buy right. Pokeballs. I don't like sort. that idea. No, I really don't. But you know, someone will. If right. they said, "Hey, we can give you if you pay us fifty bucks, you can get like five Master Balls, mm. the ones that you can automatically catch." Someone would pay it. Just think if that spills over into consoles, dude. I know. That will not be good. But it, I mean, it's it there already, already happens, and it's about yeah, as bad as like, it needs to be. But if it a, gets to the point where you can't play a game unless... Oh, you can play it three times a day. Right, but it's that's more of a choice. If, you want, if you're willing... Kind of like what they did with uh, Mortal Kombat X. Remember where it was like the easy fatalities? Yeah. And you had to pay for that? Yeah. I'm not going to pay for it. No. I'm going to learn how to do the damn fatality, and I'm going to do it myself. Right. There's, no way, there's more like pride when you do your own exactly. fatality. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I, I do see what you're saying. I don't think it'll become I a necessity. Not. I just think that they're going to continue to give these easy outs for people who if are willing that happens, to pay. Well, you know it's going to happen. If that's true, like say, here's 200 Pokeballs when you run out. Mm-hmm. You have... We give you three a day, and you can earn them in the game. But... They kind of do that with Pokemon Go, though. Huh? They kind of do that with Pokemon Go, though, because you have to you have to go find Pokeballs. You have to go walking. Granted, it's kind of getting you out, but again, you have to go in search of right. those things to get them. So and say you run out in that day, but you really want to play. Oh, here you go, ninety nine cents. Mm-hmm. Ninety nine cents. And I'm sure that's in the game. I haven't I played it in a while, so that. I don't know. If somebody, if they make money on that and they figure out how to do it on the 3DS, and then they go, now how do we do that on the, oh, the you know, Switch? Yeah, someone's doing that. You know yeah, that. Yeah, I don't want that to happen. I know, it's ridiculous. The next little tidbit I have, which I found this to be quite odd. That's why I kind of brought it, or jotted it down to bring up. Um, it's about Life is Strange. Uh, episode 1 came out. Have you played that? I have not. Or uh-huh. not the not the new one. 
the the uh, life or before the storm. I'm sorry. Yeah, before the storm. Yeah, the, the it's first out episode now. came out. Yeah, September first. Um, they said that it was reported that Don't Not Entertainment did not collaborate with Deck Nine, who developed the prequel series. Right. That kind of seemed odd to me because you think they'd want to make sure their stories were intact. Now, granted, uh, to their defense, the game writer said that you know through everything that they did, the story is set so far out. Because this is actually, the story is about uh, when Chloe actually meets Rachel, not about her disappearance. Because I, I kind of assumed that's the route they were going to go. You're talking about the, girl, the Rachel's the girl that disappeared. Right. This, this is not about her disappearance. This is just about when Chloe meets her for the first time. That's the story they're telling. Well, I mean, there is an interesting story there. You find out she wasn't as a good girl as you thought, you know? Right. So, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that could be there. So, it's... I, I guess in that regard, I mean, once I heard that, I was like, okay, well, I feel like they can kind of do their own thing without having to have all that baggage. And so they maybe they didn't need to, but it did seem a little strange. If you're going to do a prequel for a game from another developer, you might want to make sure that you're on the same ball field. But uh, the game writer, Zach Garris, did say that Square wanted... Uh, a partner on this, what they wanted was a uh, developer studio that they could work with, and if they choose to move forward, could have full creative control for the game. So maybe that's they were just testing the waters, and that's what they did. They wanted to see what they could do without someone else's input, without that right. package. Steam announced this week that game keys for their platform can now be redeemed and activated outside of the desktop application. This is meant to alleviate issues from consumers who purchase from third-party sellers such as Humble Bundle, Amazon, and so on. Uh, at this time, there is no option to uh, do this through your mobile app, which could be considered the more logical approach, in my opinion. Uh, I'm not I'm not on Steam enough, so I don't really understand why this is a big deal, but I guess I can kind of see that. It would almost be like if I bought a game code from Amazon for my PlayStation, uh... I could. I'm pretty sure I could put that code in on my right. phone through the mobile app. Right. So this is giving me that access without having to come home and do it there. But if I'm not home, what does it matter? I don't know. I, I guess the the download for it. Yeah, it would be Perhaps. done. Yeah. Okay. So I, I kind of get that. Yeah. Uh, NAC two. The demo is now available yeah. in North America. Have I you need to check it out. that out. Yes. I know. You have. I have not. Oh. I when I wrote that down, I was I like, oh last yeah. Night, I, I need to check called, it out. Uh, but that's something fun to That does to do. come out very soon, though, I do believe. You're probably, I think it does. I know it does come out this year, don't it? Yes. Um, this was a, a little tidbit that I found interesting. Another tidbit. Another tidbit. Because I thought it would be a good talking point. Uh, do you ever remember hearing about the Nintendo Miiverse? Ah, a long time ago. Yeah, this was their online community for the Wii U that they created, where right. you, everybody could kind of come in and write little notes and whatnot. And, and then they screwed it up. Pretty much. Hey, you got no. You can't say damn. Oh yeah, I got smacked. Jeez. So, and it was. It, I was not being profane. It was just casual little. Ah hell. Like that. Ah. Hot. Okay. That shit they say like <laughs> when you use the ah, 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 get away from that trash can. <laughs> I was like, why? What I do? Well, anyway, uh, November eighth is the last day that Meverse will exist. It officially shuts down on November eighth. Oh, no, I thought this story was going to have a happy ending. No, it's it's like shut the whole universe down. (laughs) No, it's done. And I do feel like it was too ambitious for what it was trying to be. It was really You can't govern something that's so small at the beginning. You have to let it grow. And then you start trimming the edges. It's a bush, you know what I'm saying? 
Mr. Well, Miyagi's little trees. Be, I really feel like it was trying to become Facebook or Twitter or something right. of that nature for the Wii U. But again, you're talking about a system that was not selling, and you're creating a, a community which you're you're really trying to make it wholesome. But if you trust people enough to do it, people will do it. I think Nintendo right. fans, there are enough people out there who are like, I know where the line is drawn. I'm gonna I'll make sure to. Now if someone goes over the over the line that's where you have people come in and report it. You'd be like, hey, this guy's kind of pushing it. I don't want to, you know, want him in here. They're a little toxic to our community. Allow yeah. the users to be that governing system. They'll right. know. They'll be like, hey, I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want you to be a part of it. Get out. I see it yeah. all the time on Twitch. They, these people, you know, streamers, they know what they want their community to be. They know what they want their stream to be. They can take things right. what some people would consider too far. But I don't feel like it's as far as you would really consider a lot of things to be. You know, you're teetering on a PG-13, R-rated, you know... And it warns you before you go in. Exactly. So, so you know, if you don't want to be there, you walk away. But if you're you're genuinely trolling... and Man, and people just do that, you yeah. know? It, I see it all the time. But, but again, that's, rem- that's where you have your governing system. Right. Like with, with Twitch streamers, they have mods. Mods will take care of that. They say... Nope, I'm not going to deal with that. Saw it today. <coughs> it just, they take care of it. Well, I mean, I remember you talking about it and how, I mean, you were real high up on it at mm-hmm. first. You're like, man, you know, like I went in here, I did this and that. Man, this person knew exactly what to do. They'd done it and they came to me pretty, you know, immediately. Yeah. And I went back in the game and, and I was able to do this or that and figured out something I didn't know. And then all of a sudden, you can't do that because somebody said, go up the damn steps. Yeah. And it, you know, so I remember you saying it just got stupid. It's, yeah, over little things. I mean, <laughs> that's just how people talk sometimes. And to smack them for something just so casually that you could hear yeah. on television all day, every day. I know. I, I don't know. And that's, to me, it was like I, I, I think that was the <clears throat> deciding factor for you that you realized they're too kitty. Yeah. They're and too I just family friendly. You know, I. I don't need someone telling me I can't talk a certain way when I'm not going out of my way to be vulgar. I'm yeah, just because you you outgrew it. Yeah, if they want to stay like that. There's a ceiling, mm-hmm. but there's kids every day. You right. know what I mean? So, and, I, and and in that regard, I know where that line is. If I you know if I knew I was talking to a kid, which how you're supposed to know over the internet, you know, but you still right. try to show that line of respect, and you're just right. like, okay, it's fine. So, I don't know. Screw it. So, good riddance to me verse is the way I say it. Uh, next on our list, a little tidbit of Telltale Games. Tidbit. Announced that they have no plans for Game of Thrones or Tales from the Borderlands, which is a shame. Because no more Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. They have no plans. Well, we got Wolf Among Us too. Yeah, that's true. And it, look how long that took. But yeah. with Game of Thrones, I don't really feel like that's too much of a loss per se because we, we got the show you know and the first season well, was, shit the show's fixed to be done i know but i'm just saying i mean with that you had the show it was fine the first season of this i guess you can call it it was fine that was good i like but it. i i'm more interested in tales from borderlands i feel like that was an underrated gem yes for them. i loved it i told you that game yeah. was awesome because I, I'm not a big fan of Borderlands. But Me either. By God, that one... They nailed it. Yeah, that was awesome. Everything yeah. from the characters themselves to even the music. The inclusion of the music really sold the game for yeah. me. The way they did it. It was just... It was perfect. So, 
I'm a little disappointed that we're not seeing more of that. I want to see more of that. Me too. So hopefully it'll come around eventually because, again, didn't think we were going to get Wolf Among Us 2, and now that's coming. Uh, I'm excited for that. So now we're into our random news. Random. We went went, went straight up random. We did random. Okay. (laughs) Uh, First little random tidbit I found is that there was a rumor that surfaced this week or last week about a Game of Thrones game being developed by Bethesda. Yeah, yeah, I see. This is a listing, uh, found as a listing on a Target website. However, it was a hoax. It was a hoax. And it took them two days to say that. Mm-hmm. But that would have been, a, it's an awesome prospect. Would it have been, though? Perhaps. Would it really? Well, I mean, you see what they've done with Skyrim. I think that's exactly what it would be, is more Skyrim. Skyrim with, uh, with a Game of Thrones coat. I believe so. It could. I mean, you may very well be right, but but we'll never know because they'd I, have to re they'd have to remake the entire map. It's because time I want to see to make all a new, of the world. It's time for them to make a new one. Mm. They, yeah, they're milking Skyrim. Well, um, I mean, yeah, they milked it, but I mean, the game was great, and if you had never played it, like I highly recommend it. But I, I after do, you play I it, need to. I put ninety hours in that game. I'm done. Mm. I couldn't even. I barely got past the first dragon. You yeah. know, when he attacks the castle and you escape. I got to the first city, River Run or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. It was done. <clears throat> I've been watching Lace play it. It looks fun, but I just... <sighs> I got the Witcher that I wouldn't deal with, so I'm, I'm worried about that. Uh, secondly, uh, Japanese consumers are beginning to lose patience waiting for the Nintendo Switch. Because they sold 1.2 million. Yes, they did. Um, they said for the last five months, there has been a persistent shortage of the switches. And recently, I think it was this, this past week, there was a, uh, shipment of about a thousand units that wound up in various retailers around, uh, Japan. A thousand. A, a thousand. <laughs> Twitter lit up because customers were outraged because there was this long line for people to essentially buy one. And it's like a lot of line is the way they've kind of described them. So, you essentially have to wonder: Are you going to get in there in time before they're all done? Are you going to Are you going to win your chance to purchase one? I think they karate fight all the way to the back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one tweet said, "Quote: uh, After seeing the long lines, I just gave up buying the Nintendo Switch because I couldn't even pre-order a set online from my Nintendo store. I'm just I'm about halfway in giving up." Right. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> oh, go get a yeah. PS4. Yeah, seriously, dude. Uh, Others followed suit showing their disdain for the situation, but to remedy the shortages, Nintendo told consumers in Japan that they will ramp up production and send more units to the Japanese market beginning in fall of 2017. Now, Nintendo's online store, the My Nintendo Store, started taking pre-orders for customizable Nintendo Switches on August 22nd, which they are estimated to ship out in October. The problem is that the pre-orders are selling out every single day and it's extremely difficult to even access the website because there's high traffic now i know there's nothing they can do about the high traffic people trying to pre-order and so on and so so forth like that but this goes back to a question we posed in the past does nintendo do this intentionally i don't know i feel like they do they they seem to sell out of things so much faster than everybody else it's like pr but yet they now, granted, I know that the that the Switch is selling now, 
that right. it's it's selling very very well. But are we just getting these numbers because there's only a set amount out there? So the story is, oh look, they're sold out because this Walmart over here only had two, and someone came in and bought them. Right? Is it is that the case? Is that what we're getting? We're getting fed fake news or <laughs> <laughs> something like that because of some nonsense the way it's being construed because they always sell out but yet they they never seem to be the ones on top i know they're popular i really do but it's it's mind-boggling to me yeah i don't know why do you uh why do you create this frenzy now, i can understand maybe at first mm-hmm. and it dies out pretty soon like with them like the Wii was hard to find for two and a half years mm-hmm. seemed like but uh we'll see Anyway, that's the end of our news section. The news. The news. The old. It's old now. It's it is old. old. But we reviewed it for you. Why is it? You could really you could call it olds. The old was news. It was news. It's but now it's the old. Olds. So is that what we're going to call it from now on? No. Now on the olds. No, no. no. All right. Well, now we're I'm moving on to release dates. Uh, there's actually only two games coming out this week, but I can see why nothing else is coming out. Because there's a big release coming out this week. What is it? On September 5th, this is uh-huh. not the big release, uh, NAC 2, we just mentioned yeah, right. that, so it's right. coming out. But on September 6th, Destiny 2 comes to PS4 and Xbox One, and that's what everybody's going to be playing. So, I me. can see why there are no... I will not be playing that game. I won't either. But I, I do but know I have a lot a of people that are. But I have a reason. I want to play the game, mm-hmm. but... Why, why don't you want to play it? Please enlighten us. Two words. Possibly one word. Okay. HughesNet. Okay, yep. See, well, that's, yeah. that's one. Yeah, they make it one word. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I got a word. Shit. That word works for them, too. It does. Yeah. There it was, people. No weekly HughesNet complaint. Yeah. We're waiting for it. I want better internet. Please. God, bring me better internet. <laughs> well, while uh, everyone else is playing these games, uh, we have our PS Plus games for September. Coming out on Tuesday. We have uh, Infamous Second Son coming out on PS4. Strike Vector X for PS4. Which, uh... That one Strike right. Vector X. Yeah. It didn't... Is it that didn't, not... Is that not... The, that's a PS Plus game? Yeah. Yeah. It didn't... It didn't... I don't know. It didn't suck me in. No. Look kind of... I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think the PS3, they're starting to really hit the bottom of the barrel. So I think they're about to stop doing these because uh, they have Truck Racer. They need to. Truck racer. I need to stop. Do you know what that is? Did you no. see what that was? No, no, truck no. racer. Uh-huh. You're racing semi trucks. Stupid. That's like <laughs> big mother trucker. Yeah, but we're not done. Do you want to know what the next one is? What? Handball 2016. Oh Jesus! Now I've seen these. Like I think they sell four copies of these. <laughs> Why do they? Like EA makes these games. Am I right? I have no idea. Yeah, I think they do. But hand handball handball. handball. Hey. You want to go play some handball? <laughs> <laughs> Those are your PS3 games. If you're asking Throw out there the ball, I hit it with my hand. Mm-hmm. You just toss on the ball. That's because the guy that was pissed because football was already taken. Yeah. He was like, well, screw damn this. It. Screw they it. They done Madden 2016. They would have made so many people happy. I know it's an outdated game, but why not? Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, for the PS Vita, which are both cross buys for the PS4, you have We Are Doomed, which don't recall that one uh they must not have left an impression and then the uh, second one is oh i'm gonna screw this one up 
Hatu. Oh God. Oh no no no. Had a full boyfriend. Had a full. There you go. Thank you. Had a full boyfriend. Uh, you are a had a full person. Had a full. What is? Uh, what? It that is like a. a uh, if I'm not mistaken, you are, you're a pigeon, and it's like a dating simulator. But ah. I've heard really good things about this. See, game. now when I when I looked at it, I was like, you know what? I bet you my wife would like this because she's an anime fan and all that. Because uh, it had it, yeah, a dating simulator. Why not? Uh, but hey, I'm not done. There's one more. Did you see this? Yeah. One more. Well, tell me. PSVR owners are oh, gonna yeah. get a treat. Two two games. Are, is it two? I only saw one. I thought I saw one too. No, uh, the only one I've got is uh, for September 5th through November 7th. Right. PSVR owners uh-huh. who are PS Plus subscribers will be able to get rigs. Our That's right. Yeah, yeah. One mechanized game. Combat League free from September 5th to November 7th. Uh, Riggs is a first-person arena-based shooter developed from the ground up for PSVR. It is set in the year 2065, and it immerses players in an intense, all-action future sport that mixes elements from different athletic fields like combat sports, motorsports, basketball, and football. I would like to try this again. I kind of got sick when I played it. Mm, well, it's it it's fun. free. It's so free. It I'm was willing, fun. Yeah. I liked it. I'm willing to try it. It sure. you feel badass because you know you can look down, you can see the robot you're in. Mm-hmm. You know it's it's cool nice. and uh, the movement is pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I kind of got motion sickness. That's one of yeah. the only ones I got motion sickness. Well, so. I'd say for any VR game, it's going to happen. Yeah, I think until we actually can adjust ourselves, I don't even know what it would take to be honest with you. Because you, ha- it's almost like your brain has to relearn the concept that you're not moving when your eyes are seeing you move. But those are the, the those are the uh, PS Plus games for September. Now we move on to our retro review. Retro review. I'm gonna have to come up with a song for that. We just made the song. There was sparklers. Yes. Okay. Retro review. Are you ready? Yeah. Have I played this? I would hope so. Yeah. I really hope you have. This is. We're going back to Nintendo. I, nice. felt, I felt like I would stick with the Nintendo games while John was gone since he probably wouldn't know them. Right. He probably would. Uh, this, I feel like, may be a little obscure mm-hmm. to some people. Right. I remember playing it very often, vividly. I don't know why, but it was always there. So I played it. Kid Nicky, Radical Ninja. I remember the game. All right. Yes. Good job. God. <laughs> Kid Nicky, Radical, Radical Ninja. Ninja. Known in Japan is Kaiketsu Yanchamaru. I hope I said that right. <laughs> that roughly sounded good to me. Roughly translates into the wonderful Yanchamaru. It was an arcade game developed and published by Irem in 1986 and was later published outside Japan by Data East in 1987. We mentioned them last time with the Cobra Command. Because I apparently have very fond memories of Data East, which I don't ever recall them having like a big hit, but they were always there. And nobody had a big hit back then. I just thought of a couple others. I'm not going to bring them up. Say it. It just, it just say hit it. me. Say no, no, no. Yeah, say because one. that's a retro yeah. review for yeah. another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say one of the names. Uh, werewolf. Remember? <laughs> Your face and you said it, though. <laughs> you remember? I don't remember. <laughs> okay. That'll be a retro review for another day. Yeah, good, good. <clears throat> anyway... Aside from text translation, the most glaring difference between U.S. and Japanese versions is the main character's hairstyle. Kid Nicky's hair is more punk rock 
with wild spikes and ponytails in the back. <laughs> yeah. He had to be radical. Uh, Yancha Maru's hair was more subdued with spikes in the top knot. In the arcade version, the main character, uh, his uh, Kaikogi, I guess it was his outfit, right. what it was called, uh, was yellow and white, uh, but the home version, it was red. Now, the story of Kid Nicky, Radical Ninja, is one day in feudal Japan, Kid Nicky, the most radical ninja of all. Of all. Of all. Uh, oh. Not just one of them. Like he, was, he was the best. That's right. He's training in his ninja school. Suddenly, a passing bird is struck down with an arrow, landing at Nikki's feet. Attached is a note explaining that Nikki's girlfriend, Princess Margot, doesn't really sound Japanese, but okay, has been kidnapped by the evil stone wizard. That damn wizard. Mm-hmm. With the cry of, with the cry of, will you help? Nikki bursts through the wall of his school and sets off on his quest to save Margot. Now, Nikki, Kid Nikki, Radical Ninja, is armed with the spinning sword, which, according to the game's manual, has it spins. Been, hmm? It spins. It, it does spin. He just, I don't know how it works exactly, but it's a spinning sword. But the game's manual explains it now. Pay attention. This has been passed down from generation to generation by the school of Shirin. School of what? Shirin. 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 S-H-I-R-I-N. I hope I'm saying Shirin. that right. Shirin. Or it could be Churin. All the Shirin's in the house. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if I could, if I went, then it's Churin. And then we're like, hey, Which where's Churin at? That's a project. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> I just spelled it for Slang you. Figure it out. for children. Anyway... In addition to the spinning sword, Kid Nicky has or can gain extra offensive power by collecting bells. The golden bell allows him to launch a projectile every time Kid Nicky spins his sword. And the silver bell, silver, silver bell, silver bells, um, 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 it's Christmas time. Okay. Uh, the silver bell creates a spinning force field around him. Both of these powers up last for a limited amount of time. Now, if you beat the level, do you know what it tells you? What? Atta boy! <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm That's dead serious. Atta boy! Does uh, his face look like your face look like you? Probably not, because it was only 8-bit, remember? Yeah, but now, I'm just saying. I'm sure our audience is hearing it right now. But the the main the, the yeah the main track that's playing right now hopefully was very catchy. I can hear it. Hmm? I, can hear it. I, I, I hope you can. Uh, it was one of the few times that I feel like because I actually went and checked this out. This is one of the few times I would really say that the NES version, the, like the music, was better than the arcade because usually the arcade music sounded ten times better. It had a little bit more of a rich texture to it. Right. But for whatever reason, the NES version amped it up. Somehow, I don't know, it seemed more energetic. Uh, the game itself was a very difficult platformer. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I mean, from what I remember, it was. I don't think I ever beat it on my own. I know that I beat Mama it. Mama, come help you. No, I think it was a game genie, as I've mentioned before. Cheating. They were always the the cheating uh, thing. Cheating. Tool. However, however, I did I did look over some video as I was watching it, and I do remember some of the enemies. So I think I got pretty far. I just don't think the ending did not look familiar to me at all. Right. Like I don't recall getting there, but I do think I got pretty far in the game. Uh, but if you do beat the boss, are you ready? That a boy. No. Radical dude. And then you get treated to this gym of the 80s. 
Okay? Do you remember how, when you used to beat a game, you were always looking forward to something big? Yeah. This is what you got. <clears throat> Thanks for your awesome ninja skills. Peace has returned to our castle once again. We will remember you forever, Kid Nikki. You are one rad dude. Because, you know, that's how they spoke in Fields And you sit there as a little kid and you went, Aw, thanks. I'm a rad dude. Mom, rad. Awesome. Uh, that was you your did. ending. You sit there on the floor was... and you felt like you did something yeah. back then. But that was your legit ending. Do you yeah. remember how Mega Man games used to end? Nope. It was always like energetic credits and just craziness. Yeah, the music was just insane. I remember beating Zelda. Yeah. But yeah, that was kind of a letdown too. No, no, not the first Zelda. Which uh, one? Link to the Past. Link to the Past. Yeah, they didn't give you much for that either, did they? Uh, they didn't give you much for that either, did they? No, I mean, you had a whole thing. If you ha- held on, you get to see what happened to that little boy if you ever found his mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, and I know you was waiting for it. <laughs> what do I have to little boy? I don't oh, know. there he is. Oh, look, he made it. That uh, goes deep, doesn't it? <laughs> anyway, um, in Japan, there were actually two sequels on the Famicom, which is the family computer, you know. We talked about this last week. Uh, the first was... Uh, Kaiketsu Yanjamaru 2 Kakuri Land. I hope I said that right. And the second was Kaiketsu Yanjamaru 3 in 1993. Each of the three NES Famicom titles featured a radically different character design for uh, Yanjamaru or Kid Nikki. Uh, there was a Game Boy sequel called Ganso Yanjamaru in 1991. There was a portable sequel in the unique. Oh, whew. I'm going to reset. <laughs> this portable sequel was a unique game and not part of the existing Kid Nikki Yanchimaru titles. For whatever reason. Uh, Kid Nikki does make an appearance in Irem's game uh, Kickle Cubicle. Do you remember that one? The, the name rings a bell for some reason, but I don't recall. Kickle every- Cubicle? What? Kickle Cubicle. Nah. I, I, like I said, the name, for whatever reason, rings a bell, but I don't ever remember playing it. It's like I remember seeing it and being like, nah, I don't think so. So, to see Kid Nikki in the game, you had to control, hold down the A button on controller 2 and then turn on the game, continuing to hold A under or until the title <laughs> screen appears, and then Kid Nikki will be like, hey, how you doing? Do you remember those little cheats those, and things yeah. like that that we always used to, to find in the old NES? I do remember that. Little things like that were always fun. I think yeah. you, you always yeah. came across those in like uh, Nintendo Powers. And now stuff you like have that. Easter eggs. Yeah. I guess that's Easter, the first Easter egg. For sure, know? but Look, it's Kid little, Nikki. little things like that. They were just like the oddest things you'd never think to do, and then they're just there. And you're like, right. what? What is this? So it's it's pretty neat. But that is Kid Nikki. I had fond memories of playing it every now and again and just being like, I hate this game. It's hard. And then I'd pick it back up again and be like, oh, I love this music. And then I'd get beat again. But, and then I hate this game. Yeah. And then I hate this game. It's too hard. Mom! Mom, I can't be playing no more. But no, I, I, had, I had fond memories of Kid Nicky. Like I said, the music was always catchy. It's catchy. So, it's catchy. It's swinging. Because he's swinging a tune. radical ninja. Yeah, he's... You know, I, I don't think he's that radical. Well, you see, with, with being a radical ninja, you think his, his theme would have been more uh, surfer type. Right, you know, the yeah. music would yeah. have just had that surfer tone, but it yeah. didn't. I, I don't really know what you'd call it. And It's playing right now. Obviously, we don't know much about feudal Japan... Because they had radical ninjas and said, awesome dude, and add a boy. So, we, we've got to learn our history, man. Yeah, I don't... I didn't know. They came after the Ming Dynasty, possibly. Yeah. I don't know. Perhaps. A lot of things change. We learned. That's our show. 
you, oh, are you over? happy? Yeah, it's over. Well, it's all we had. You please? John bit. should be back next week. Yeah, John should be back. Well, but whole like but. <laughs> he's been gone so long, dude. Like I forgot what he looks like. Yeah, I missed a little tyke. Well, maybe he'll be back and he'll be full of energy and want to chat. I know yeah. you'll be giving him hell. That's for uh, sure. Yeah. Like, what'd you do? Screw all week? Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to all of our listeners who listen to our podcast across the web, whether on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, or Podbean, which is our main hosting site that allows you to download our show to your phone and listen whenever and wherever. Tell your friends about us. Share the love. Why not? And also, Please. why not leave us a comment? Tell us what you think of the show. We'll take any comments or criticisms you choose to offer up. Follow us on Facebook. Join our community page. Start a conversation. Give us topics you want us to cover. And while you're there, ask John a question. Please, for the love of God, ask him a question. This man is just begging for a question. He is. All the time. That's how he survives. And you people are killing him by yeah, not answer, giving him a question. Why he got married. I mean, well, we still have Beth's very deep question. We can we can feed what, him. What was it? Tied him over. Uh, what is the meaning of life? Oh, John's really gonna have to think on that one. But you never know; he might have a very clever answer. But we don't know. We'll wait. If you want to support the show further, please go to Patreon.com/slash/PencilAndPaperProductions to give a little money, receive exclusive benefits not available anywhere else, such as behind-the-scenes photos and videos, as well as early access content. Thank you so much for listening. I am Stephen White. And I am Todd Stark. Join us again next time on the show. And until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.